millions of people every day are reaping the health benefits of using cannabis oil, also known as CBD. This new product derived from hemp has fascinated doctors and scientists around the world for its powerful effects on the human body. If you are in need of alternative methods for health empowerment, please visit www.naturalhempoil.com. That's naturalhempoil.com. CBD is now legal in over 40 states, and our products are non-psychoactive and contain less than 0.3% THC levels. We also offer products for household pets. Naturalhempoil.com does not claim to treat cancer, PTSD, epilepsy, anxiety, insomnia, joint pain, eczema, or any chronic condition that you may have been diagnosed with. Please consult with a doctor before you take CBD. Results may vary, so give our natural CBD a try at www.naturalhempoil.com. That's naturalhempoil.com. Visit naturalhempoil.com. That's naturalhempoil.com. When it comes to stubborn belly fat, we're all searching for a miracle pill. Generally, you have to use multiple products that target belly fat differently to manage excess weight around the stomach. Some products may focus on abdominal exercises or dietary changes, while others might focus on boosting metabolism or controlling cravings. But believe it or not, I may have found a solution that removes the need for juggling through multiple weight management products. It's called Belly Trim, and it's more effective at targeting belly fat, enhancing metabolism, and promoting a toned midsection better than most weight management products I've seen typically found on store shelves. Tens of thousands of five-star reviews back up the notion that Belly Trim is not only a breakthrough in a bottle, but that it also removes the need for us to use countless diet pills and fat-burning supplements. But there's more. If you place your order for Belly Trim now, you'll also receive 51% off free VIP live health and fitness coaching for life, two free new ebooks titled Top 10 Foods That Burn Belly Fat, and Top 10 Exercises to Reduce Belly Fat, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee, and last but not least, free shipping. Simply go to www.trimwithus.com. That's www.trimwithus.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's www.trimwithus.com. Order now. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. Talk to enough people, and you'll soon realize nearly everyone's shocked at their recent electricity bills. Some studies reveal energy costs have skyrocketed by as high as 60% in as little as two years. That's why tens of thousands are installing this magical little device from SavePowerBills.com to help slash their energy bills. This sophisticated gadget stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your appliances and electronics. Simply plug it into your home wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this device is one of the most efficient ways to save money while beating the greedy power companies. But there's more. If you order now, you'll also receive 65% off, fast shipping within the USA, hassle-free returns, and last but not least, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee. Just go to SavePowerBills.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's SavePowerBills.com. Violent crime across the U.S. has skyrocketed. Just recently, a politician was carjacked by three armed attackers outside his home in Washington, D.C. This comes several months after another politician was assaulted in the elevator of her building. Between mass shootings, kidnappings, burglaries, and carjackings, it's never been more vital to learn how to protect yourself. This is why tens of thousands are choosing the Fighter Flare Flashlight. The Fighter Flare Flashlight has awed people with a wonderful design and massive light output. On top of an ultra-bright 800-lumen light, it boasts powerful strobe lighting modes for self-defense, a glass breaking hammer, a built-in power bank, solar-powered recharging, rope cutter, siren, and much more. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this flashlight is the latest and greatest in the EDC market. But there's more. If you place your order for the Fighter Flare flashlight now, you'll also receive 66% off, free express shipping, and last but not least, a 100% lifetime guaranteed replacement. Simply go to www.fighterflare.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. 
www.fighterflare.com. Order now. Something wicked is coming this way, and only fools are ignoring the signs. So it's time you became a financial prepper like thousands of others. Gold can travel anywhere. It's international. It's its own currency. Allocate to gold now, the timeless safe haven asset. Open an IRA with noble gold investments to physically hold coins and bars and let real, tangible gold, not just paper, save your portfolio as the economy burns again. Right now, Noble Gold Investments offers a free 3-ounce silver American virtue coin with every qualified IRA. Just use the promo code code GOLD to claim your free coin and secure your family's financial future. Go to noblegoldinvestments.com now. noblegoldinvestments.com This performance may not be indicative of future results. Investing in precious metals, including gold, involves risks. Consult with your tax attorney or financial professional before making an investment decision. The information contained in this program is not to be construed as medical or legal advice. An appearance on this platform is not necessarily an endorsement, but as always, we encourage you to do your own research. Enjoy the show. Good evening, everyone, and welcome back. To another episode of Red Pill News Live. As always, I'm your host, Zach Payne, a.k.a. The Corruption Detector. And I'm here to break down the biggest stories of the news today. I've got a couple of great clips for you from the hearings today. We're going to open with that, but we've got a lot more to discuss than just that. If you're out there... Having some issues using Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook. It's not just you. I'm going to show you a tool that you can use to determine whether or not it's an issue with your own internet or if it's an issue uh, that are happening to a lot of people. So we've also got some interesting stories in regards to the Nord Stream pipeline. This just broke. Uh, We're also going to be discussing, of course, that tragic earthquake in Turkey and President Trump's response to Joe Biden's state of the whatever. Do me a favor, guys. Please help us out by liking and sharing this broadcast. Usually we have a couple of thousand people here and less than a thousand people hit that like button. So please show me that you're not just hate watching. I suppose if at the end of this experiment, The vast majority of you don't hit the like button. That probably means you're only hate watching. Looks like five shots going on six and Crypto Ninja already have stopped by. Hit the like, the down button, but we'll be right back after this. Oh my God, I can't believe I'm muted. Okay, anyways, uh, thank you very much, everyone, for joining us today. I must have been muted that entire time. Was I muted at the beginning when I was talking throughout the entire intro? Anyways, help me out, if you will. Please hit that like button. We've got 1,100 people here and only 180 people that have actually hit the like button. If you don't hit the like button, I'm going to assume that you're hate watching and that you're here just to see how uh, hard I fall on my face. So 
please prove to me that you guys are here for the right reasons. And let's go ahead and take a look at, oops, that's the wrong one. What am I doing here? This, this is what I meant to hit. This is a tool called Down Detector, and I've told you guys about it a long time ago when we needed to use it in the past. But it'll show you a list of websites and services that you may be experiencing problems with. When I was trying to come in here uh, to push out a tweet right before the show, I couldn't use Twitter. And I went and checked a couple of chats that I was in, and other people were saying that they were having the same problem. They're also reporting that they couldn't use Facebook and Instagram, too. So if you go to downdetector.com, then you can actually search for a specific website, or they have a list of them here that people would generally be using. And it's not simply... Uh, like a platform, but also uh, in, in, up to and including Internet providers. Uh, AT&T, that's who I have here. I used to have Spectrum. Spectrum was bad, uh, but I'm not having any problems with AT&T. I was able to test my own connection. I've got two gigabytes, uh, two gigabits up and down. And if we take a look here at Twitter, then you can actually see that it looks like more reports were being reported, but it's starting to drop off. So that is an indication that they're fixing the problem. They even give you a ratio, 60% of the people reporting an issue with the app, 31% reporting the website, 9% reporting a server connection. You can even take a look at a map and it'll show you where the hotspots are. Now, this might just be from population density, but uh, it'll give you a good idea. Hey, Fred Awakening says, uh, <laughs> Tomcat says, for the right reason, Zach, I didn't poop in your slippers. Isn't that good enough? Yeah, th- I'll take it. I'll take it. All right. And then Fred Awakening, good to see you. He says, happy belated birthday to your soon-to-be wife, Zach. Absolutely. Once again, you guys, it was uh, real red pill fiance's birthday yesterday. Uh, the sad part is, is that we are both sick once again. Um Yes, thank you very much, Smoking Grandma, over there on Foxhole. We're both sick again. Uh, I'm getting really frustrated with this, but it's not all that bad this time. It's mostly like in my throat and in my sinuses. Uh, I did take a nap for a little bit before we started. So, uh, and all right, so let's see. Um, The big news today, in my opinion, was that hearing, the congressional Twitter hearing. Now, it was titled... Uh, as Twitter's suppression of the Hunter Biden laptop. But let's be honest, there is a lot more to this subject than just the suppression of Hunter Biden's laptop. In my opinion, that's kind of where it came to a head because we were being suppressed on Twitter for a long time before that. Search suggestion bans, shadow bans, de-boosting, de-amplification. And although Twitter previously had denied those business practices, we came to find out later when the Twitter files were released that the practices were actually very real. And the only thing that they denied was the terminology that was being used to describe them, because believe me, They had their own internal labels for the practices that they would implement that would stop a conservative user from getting their audience their message or it would stop the ability of a particular tweet from being amplified throughout the community. Uh, They could drill down into it really, really good and ensure that if they didn't want people to see what you were posting, then they definitely wouldn't. And uh, this is a major problem, not only because it's uh, suppression of free speech, but it's 
targeted suppression of free speech because these types of labels were not being used against people on the left. These types of suppression were uh, almost unilaterally placed on people of the right. So although Twitter is, excuse me, a private platform, uh, you know, the reason that Twitter was built was to give a voice to everyone. It was the digital town square. This is where everybody was supposed to be able to go uh, to have a free exchange of ideas, uh, no matter how bad they are, because you can block somebody. You don't have to listen to somebody if you don't like what they're saying. And uh, in certain places, uh, there are restrictions on what you can say. Certainly threats of violence, uh, threats of terrorism, those types of things uh, certainly are, are going to find their way into the ban list. But the problem is that accounts from like ISIS and uh, uh, the Ayatollah Khomeini, they would routinely post threats of violence or even the the coveted term anti-Semitism. And because it was a protected class, because they're Muslim or they are ISIS themselves or they're the Ayatollah Khomeini, they could get away with sending anything that they wanted. But me, little old me, Zach Payne from Red Pill News, I go on Twitter and I want to report on a justified actual factual news story like the Hunter Biden laptop and my account gets torched in the same way that the New York Post's account got torched. And the only reason it got torched, because it was admitted today by Yoel Roth that the New York Post story did not break the guidelines of Twitter and they had done no fact checking to determine whether or not it was a legitimate story. They just freaked out and they shut it down because it was going to hurt Joe Biden. And this is, again, where the problem of Twitter censoring only a portion of the public comes into play because it was right before the 2020 election. And so it's as if Twitter, using the, the full weight of their digital thumbprint, put it on that scale, and made sure it went to the left, not to the right. Now, whether or not Twitter's suppression of that story had any specific effect on the outcome of the 2020 election, I can't tell you. There's no way for us to measure that. Uh, I think certainly it had an effect on the minds of the American people because there were a lot of folks who looked at the actions of Twitter on that day and they said, well, it must be a fake story. If they if they don't want this to spread, they're calling it dangerous misinformation. They're calling it all of the hallmarks of a Russian information operation. Of course, we don't want that story being posted, and you're a crazy conspiracy theorist for thinking it. But the thing is, and there's a lot of conflation going on among the Democrats, uh, the lefties on this committee, the the uh, House Government Oversight Committee, there was a lot of conflation, okay? So one of the major points they were conflating uh, was the suppression of free speech and the governmental suppression of malign foreign influence by foreign actors meddling in our election by a sovereign nation, a nation like Russia, a nation like North Korea, uh, a nation like Iran. Those are two separate things. And for the government to reach out to a social media tech platform and say, hey, we've got these accounts that we know are Russian, They originate from Russia, and they are spreading malign foreign influence. They are pretending to be people on the right and the left, and they are getting into fights, and they are starting these uh, battles online about things that really don't matter, and they are spreading disinformation. 
That is totally justified in taking action on. But the problem is, and Hamilton 68 was a major part of this, they wrapped up all of these conservative accounts. And the, 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 the label of Russian talking points was added to conservative talking points. If you believe in freedom of speech, suddenly you are a Russian actor. You are some type of malign foreign influence. And as such, you were swept up in this censorship regime that was taking place at Twitter. Now, another point of conflation for these guys um, was the, the story about the Hunter Biden laptop. As I said, it was not only about the Hunter Biden laptop. There was all kinds of examples of censorship at the hands of the FBI, at the uh, excuse me, at the hands of Twitter, at the direction of the FBI that was taking place. We've gotten all of that information coming out from the Twitter files as well. Uh, but then we have the story of the Hunter Biden laptop. The Democrats on the, on the committee Rather than ask questions, oftentimes, to the panel of Twitter executives, which included former FBI employee James Baker, who was lead counsel at Twitter for some time, and he was let go because it was found that he was suppressing the Twitter files from coming out. They kept saying, oh, I can't believe we're wasting the government's time. Not a single one of my constituents cares about the suppression of the Hunter Biden laptop. Okay, well, you know, maybe they don't, but maybe that's because they're listening listening to leftist talking points and they have no idea that the Hunter Biden laptop is real. Or maybe they have no idea about the crimes that are contained on the Hunter Biden laptop or the fact that the Hunter Biden laptop has been verified. Okay. Also, the fact that the information that was given to Rudy Giuliani, it wasn't the original hard drive. It had to be copied and moved over onto that new hard drive because that was the job that Hunter hired John Paul Mac Isaac to do. Why? Because he got his other laptop wet. You're not going to get the same type of information off of a wet and broken laptop as you would from extracting the data from the hard drive. So, To try to claim that the data that Rudy Giuliani was given is not the same because it's not the exact same form that it came in on is totally disingenuous. This is a forensic practice that is done by law enforcement on a regular basis. Certainly, the FBI could have done it themselves, and they very likely did. The FBI has had the Hunter Biden laptop since well before Rudy Giuliani came to the scene and started talking about it publicly, and John Paul Isaac went public. So they could have, at any point, considering their cozy relationship with Twitter, they could have come in and said, hey, guys, guess what? This is real. This is real, and you just shut down a major media outlet, a newspaper in New York, the New York Post. Completely ridiculous. So I'm sure you remember me reporting last week on Hunter Biden coming forward uh, and claiming that John Paul Mac Isaac broke the law when he released his laptop. Okay, well, uh, John Paul Mac Isaac is actually going to be taking legal action against Hunter uh, because he didn't break the law. This is a defamatory statement. This implies that John Paul Mac Isaac is a criminal of some sort. Uh, the man is not a criminal. He's an American patriot, and he was not trying to uh, put Hunter Biden specifically on blast. He wanted to tell the president of the United States and his team about the legal uh, ramifications of what was on that laptop. 
laptop. And believe me, the crimes are many. We have gone over them on so many different occasions. Oh, I also forgot to mention uh, that I thought it was kind of interesting that the social media, uh, all these major social medias went down on today's date, because obviously I think a lot of people out there are tweeting about Hunter Biden's laptop. They're tweeting about the Twitter hearings. They're posting about it on Facebook and they're posting about it on Instagram. And so that that presents a bit of a problem for those censorship regimes at all of these social media companies. This is de facto one of those things that they don't want us talking about online. And even though Elon Musk owns Twitter, even though he is setting it free, uh, there are still plenty of holdouts from the people who were active participants in the former censorship regime. And so would not surprise me if there was some like large scale attempt to squash the ability of the American public to discuss these very important subjects. So Hunter Biden claimed that John Paul MacIsaac broke the law in a letter that he wrote to the Delaware state's attorney, uh, also to the DOJ. He claims that uh, this was uh, false information that John Paul MacIsaac uh, has basically attempted to smear him by complaining that this was, uh, you know, not his laptop. He, it's, it's funny because in the letter, he essentially verifies that, yeah, it's his laptop, but that John Paul MacIsaac broke the law by sharing it with anybody. But he says that uh, MacIsaac broke federal and state laws by knowingly using, no, I'm sorry, Hunter Biden is the one who knowingly broke state laws, but he claims that John Paul MacIsaac is the one who broke state laws by passing this information out. But the data belonged to MacIsaac at the end of the day. Hunter Biden was out on a crack binge. He never came back to get his laptop. Per the, 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 the statements in the contract, John Paul MacIsaac had all the ownership of that laptop, all the ownership of all of the information on that drive. And so he did absolutely nothing wrong. But as I said earlier, it was actually Hunter Biden who broke the law when he claimed that it was John Paul MacIsaac who broke the law. And so this is now something that MacIsaac is going to be able to go after him for. And hopefully, I, I hope that he sues the pants off of Hunter Biden. Uh, I hope that Every single bit of equity in Joe and Jill's Delaware beach home gets sucked up by Hunter having to defend himself in court against the frivolous claims that he has made against Mac Isaac uh, and the defamatory claims. You know, there is uh, it's it's notoriously difficult to prove defamation. You can't be a public figure. I, I would say that Mac Isaac is not really a public figure, but now he is known. So uh, there is the, the possibility that he goes to court on this and uh, the judge, maybe, uh, he's a, uh, a friend of the Bidens. If he goes to court in Delaware, God help him. Because that judge could just say, listen, you're a public person. Hunter Biden basically just puts you on blast. And that's it. So from today's hearings, guys, from today's hearings, there were some bombshell moments. And I've got a couple of clips of video that I want to make sure uh, that we get to see. My favorite moment, and I'd like to ask your opinion out there in uh, in the chat. Um, what did Marjorie Taylor Greene's interaction with Yoel Roth today? Did if anybody had uh, felt that Marjorie was no longer trustworthy, did this change your mind about her at all? Uh, and if it did, I'd like to know why. Uh, and uh, and if not, you know, I, I guess I'd like to know why too. Um, I realize she's a politician. And she's learning how to be a better politician. Uh, but what she said today 
uh, completely just mopped up the floor with this guy. Uh, let me go ahead and play this clip here, and uh, I'll get it pulled up, and then we'll watch it together. ...of interfering with their rights to vote, or to vote as he may choose. You didn't shadow ban or permanently ban my Democrat opponent. No, you did that to me. And that was wrong, and it was against the law. You see, not only that, was it, a, was it me that you violated my First Amendment rights? You violated countless conservative Americans. These were doctors that were trying to tell the truth about COVID. Doctors that were having success treating people with ivermectin that you all would not allow to be talked about on your platform. These were parents complaining about their school boards, teaching gender lies in their schools, biological males entering their daughter's bathrooms and sports. These were also people questioning the 2020 election. And guess what? That's Americans' First Amendment right. These were people talking about voting machines. You know what? Democrats did that in 2019, before the 2020 election. On Twitter, people could question elections such as 2016, saying Hillary won, but in 2020, no one could question elections saying Trump won. You abuse the power of a large corporation, big tech, to censor Americans. And you want to know something? Guess what? I'm so glad that you're censored down. I'm so glad you've lost your jobs. Thank God Elon, Elon Musk bought Twitter. And you know what? Let's talk about something a little bit further. It's amazing to me, Mr. Roth, as the head and trust of safety at Twitter, your ability, or should I say inability, to remove child porn. Now, here's something that disgusts me about you. In your doctoral dissertation entitled Gay Data, you argued that minors should have access to Grindr, an adult male gay hookup app. Minors? Really? You know, Elon Musk took over Twitter and he banned 44,000 accounts that were promoting child porn. You permanently banned my Twitter account, but you allowed child, child porn all over Twitter. Twitter had become a platform, you said, connecting queer young adults. You also wrote on Twitter in 2010, can high school students ever meaningfully consent to sex with their teachers? In 2021, while you were the director of trust and safety on Twitter, an underage boy and his mother announced a lawsuit against Twitter because, because Twitter was benefiting from and refused to remove a lewd video featuring this boy and another minor. That is repulsive. But you violated me. What, did, what were my tweets? Okay, let's talk about them. I was talking about the deaths being reported on VAERS. By the way, that's on the CDC website. I was also saying that I didn't think the in any entity should enforce a non-FDA-approved non vaccine or mask. Guess what? A lot of people agreed with me. But you called that COVID misinformation. By the way, I'm a member of Congress and you're not. I also said the controversial COVID-19 vaccines should not be forced on our military. You want to know something? Republicans stop that in the NDAA. L ladies, time has expired. And your time has expired. I yield back. Thank you, Mr. Chairman. Uh, Chair, recognize. All right, boom. So, 
my my stance on Marjorie Taylor Greene is that I want her to be the most successful politician she can. And by success, I measure what she's able to do for the American people. You may not like her personally, but she's there and she's representing the people of Georgia. So as long as she's in Washington, D.C. and she can take action in this way, I am 100 percent behind that. Now, I know there are plenty of people, uh, especially, and I just saw this in the chat, Veruca said this, when she went on Bannon and said there was no election fraud, I thought that was a huge mistake. Big, big mistake. But again, she is attempting to join the ranks of the Washington, D.C. elite. And she is probably being told to say that. I would imagine that uh, people like Kevin McCarthy and the leadership in the uh, RNC are saying, stay away from election fraud. Well, we had it again in 2022, and it remains to be seen. Are we going to see it again in 2024? Uh, one final thought on Yoel Roth. I thought that she really drove that point home, uh, connecting the child pornography that he allowed to stay on Twitter with his own doctoral thesis suggesting that boys, children, should have access to Grinder. There's only one reason why people use Grinder. It's for gay dudes to meet and hook up. That's not something that you should have children involved with. So that, to me, says that Yoel Roth is inevitably a pedophile. The reason the Twitter child porn was allowed to stay on there is because of people like Yoel Roth. It's children, people who are interested in children, working in places like this, allowing it to go through. And now that he's gone, of course, that isn't there. Oh, but anti-Semitism's up by 60%. Grow some thicker skin. Okay, I'm talking about crimes here, crimes against children. That's what I'm interested in seeing get exposed, get taken down. And Marjorie Taylor Greene saying that on on the on on the house on the floor. Okay, I think that that was incredible. That could be a major red pill for people, and they are they they are better off for having heard it. So, Marjorie, despite all her faults, I thought she did a great job today. Uh, also, uh, James Comer, who is the uh, the chair of this committee, he called out Yoel Roth for saying that he thought that all conservatives were Nazis. Uh, Yoel Roth was practically squirming in that chair today. So careful with his words, all of them. They're so coached. They're so well trained to say just enough, just enough so that they can get past it. Except for James Baker. James Baker kept invoking attorney client privilege. And Mr. Comer reminded him that there is no such thing as attorney client privilege when it comes to the floor of Congress. They don't recognize it. So they ask you a question about what you did for a client or conversations you had, and you have to answer it. And he didn't. Now, uh, Mr. Baker might be looking at uh, contempt of Congress charges. I hope that he gets them. I hope that he absolutely gets them. All right, let's go ahead and take a look at this. I want you to see Yoel Roth. He's the he's the weaselly looking guy right here in the front. We also had uh, uh, Gaje, Miss Gaje. She was uh, the 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 lawyer, and then we had Miss Navaroli. She was some type of whistleblower after she got fired. Original Clag. Hey, what's up, buddy? He says loyalty never questioned. Loyalty always expected. I give my loyalty in kind. Uh, believing in it isn't a folly of thought. Absolutely. I'm right there with you, brother. And, uh, you know, 
people always ask me, you know, who do you trust? You know, who should I follow? And uh, I'll tell you what, you know, I mean, I tend to associate with people that have been solid with me. Uh, if there are people out there who have done me dirty, I just don't talk to them anymore. You know, that's that's my stance on that. So let's go ahead and uh, take a look at this clip. And of course, it's going Can to drinking have water a weird before ad. bed burn 46 pounds <laughs> in two weeks. If you are struggling to lose weight. Election. Today, we're hearing from Twitter executives who buried the New York Post laptop story claiming it violated the platform's hacked materials policy. In reality, the Twitter executives were hostile towards conservatives and biased towards anyone who opposed their points of view. For example, Mr. Roth, did you write this tweet? I regret the language that I used in some of my former tweets, but yes, I did post that. And I'll read the tweet so it's in the record. Yes, that person in the pink hat is clearly a bigger threat to your brand of feminism than actual Nazis in the White House. Mr. Roth, do you think all conservatives are Nazis? Certainly not, sir. What about the hundreds of people who worked in the election? <laughs> I thought that was great. And then at a certain point, uh, who was it? Mi- Mr. Moskowitz? I, I don't know him. Truest. Hang the on. Bank that starts with care. And the sh- a guy named Mr. Moskowitz, uh, who is a, a Democrat sitting on this committee, uh, he made that same false equivalency that, oh, Nazis appear to be real comfortable with Donald Trump. Donald Trump went to dinner with Nick Fuentes. Nick Fuentes isn't a Nazi. He might have some controversial views and you don't have to like him. But trying to pin the views of one person on all Donald Trump supporters is, again, intellectually dishonest. It would be like me calling every Democrat a pedophile just because Yoel Roth happens to likely be a pedophile. I know it's not true, so I'm not going to say it. But the Democrats have absolutely no moral character, no fiber of morality or ethics inside of them. Freight Awakening says Raskin looking gangsta over there. Yeah, Jamie Raskin. We were a little confused at the start, but then I remembered he's got cancer. So I hope everybody was kind to him. Although I did see some funny memes. I'm not going to lie. I don't have any of them pulled up, but there were definitely some memes going around about Jamie Raskin. Uh, Okay, so (laughs) I think that this is the same clip, actually, of Comer pulling up that giant board with Yoel Roth's uh, tweets about Nazis. So the other uh, really intense uh, bit of drama here, uh, and, and that indicates to me that there's definitely somebody who doesn't want this information to be coming out, is that the lights mysteriously went out. They had a power outage. How often does that happen in Washington, D.C.? Now watch them come out and say, oh, Remember, we were telling you about that Baltimore, Maryland white supremist attack on a power station. Uh, You know, watch them say that it was right wing extremists who somehow attacked a substation. They might they might or they might just leave it alone and uh, have done it themselves. All it takes is the flip of a switch in the basement of uh, the house office building. Yes. uh, Yes. Lisa Lady. Yeah, definitely pray for Jamie Raskin. You know, even though we don't agree with him politically and perhaps we think he is ethically hollow, uh, we certainly don't need. Excuse me, we don't need to take any glee in the fact that he's facing a cancer battle. Um, I don't I don't think I think this is the first time he's had cancer. I don't think that's something that's been ongoing. Certainly, this is the first time I saw him wearing a bandana uh, in Congress. Okay, so 
um, protecting free speech is what this hearing was about. And the Democrats just kept conflating the issues. Uh, here's what happened when the lights went out. There were some some pretty funny comments from the uh, uh, the, the, the people in the gallery. Mm, and I need to go to Twitter. Iranian Ayatollah Khomeini. Now, did Twitter do that? Did Twitter do that? <laughs> sounds like the Green New Deal to me. <laughs> did Twitter do that? And sounds like the Green New Deal to me. Oh, I absolutely love it. CKL, uh, CKLR, hello from the Great White North. He says, yo again from Canada. Good to see you out there, buddy. Thank you for hanging out, you guys. If you wouldn't mind, uh, 2,600 people here, 492 of you have hit that like button. Please hit the like button. Let me know that you actually do like the program. It would mean a lot. It looks, oh, it, I, I thought for a second I wasn't following Disclosed TV, but I am. All right. So uh, I also really appreciated uh, the line of questioning and the comments from Lauren Boebert. Uh, I felt that Lauren was absolutely on fire. Uh, both her and MTG uh, in confronting these Twitter executives about the banning and suppression of their specific accounts. Uh, I thought that it was a really powerful statement, and I thought that they made a compelling argument that what Twitter did was wrong, and it was politically motivated, because obviously this didn't happen to uh, people on the left, uh, candidates that were running against MTG and against Lauren Boebert. They were never suppressed. They never had their accounts shut down. It was only people on the right. And oh, this was so good. Lisa, we were watching, and Lisa Somebody uh, asked a question, and Lisa said, you never ask a question unless you know the answer. And in this case, boom, definitely Lauren Boebert knew the answer to the question, and she trapped Yoel Roth in a lie. She actually got information last night from employees that currently work at Twitter. They told her that it was actually Yoel Roth who made the decision to shut down her account. Not because she was really doing anything wrong, but because they didn't like the content of her speech. I think Lauren Boebert just brought it home today. Uh, so let me actually get to this clip. Savage Mode Lauren Boebert. I'm going to need to pull this up on Twitter for you. And there we go. Thank you, Mr. Chairman. Uh, Mr. Uh, Matt Taibbi, a respected reporter who published much of the Twitter files, said, quote, Twitter's contact with FBI was constant and pervasive, as if it were a subsidiary. Now, I want to better understand why he would suggest that. Mr. Roth, while at Twitter, how many meetings did you have with the FBI? I couldn't say for sure, but I More would than say 10? Was, that's a reasonable More than 20? estimate. <laughs> I couldn't say for sure. More than 50? That seems a bit high. Many meetings with the FBI. Well... We know uh, uh, how many FBI agents worked at Twitter while you were there. I don't believe any active FBI Former agents. Former FBI agents. How many worked there while you were there? I'm aware of perhaps two. Well, we know of at least nine um, because they started the BU group chat, BU for Bureau. Now, Mr. <laughs> Roth, did the FBI ever ask you to share information like users' communication data without going through proper legal channels? No, they did not. And I would have refused if they had. Um, that's correct. I see that you denied Agent Chan's request for access to Twitter's data feed. 
What's sick isn't that you would deny it. Uh, it's that the FBI would even ask you for the private data of American citizens without going through legal channels. Of- that is a huge, huge point. And I think it gets lost in the noise of these Twitter files. The FBI attempted to go outside of official legal channels to gain backdoor access to Twitter communications, DMs. They wanted to know what you were saying without a warrant. They wanted to break the law. They wanted to break your privacy. They wanted to go in and do it the wrong way. And I think that this is indicative of the culture at the FBI. It's about getting their objectives done. It's not about following the law. It's not about following policy. It's about doing whatever it is that they're working on and whatever they want. And in these cases, it was essentially going after people with conservative viewpoints. It was stopping the speech of people who were speaking out against the official narrative, against people who were questioning the motives and the operations of the government and these agencies. If you choose to speak out against the government, then woe is you. And be careful because the FBI might have a friend at Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, WhatsApp, you name it. The law. Now, I want to remind you, Mr. Roth, that you are under oath. Did the FBI ever ask you to do anything that was illegal or questionably legal? I'm not a lawyer, but certainly not to the best of my recollection or knowledge. Now, from the hearing that I've been a part of today. Um, It's almost impossible to tell where the FBI ends and where Twitter begins. We have Mr. Baker here, a former FBI agent, and there seems to be a revolving door between the FBI and Twitter itself. Um, Even Mr. Baker said that there was no collusion with the federal government and Twitter. But Mr. Baker, that's you. You are the collusion between the federal government and the FBI. And now with it, this is such a problem because We're seeing censorship all over. Mr. Roth, Ms. Gaddy, did either of you approve the shadow banning of my account at Lauren Boebert? Yes or no? No, I did not. Not to the best of my recollection. Well, let me refresh your memory because on March 12th, 2021, and Mr. Roth, I know you looked at it because fascist Twitter 1.0 had a public interest exceptions policy, which means for members of Congress to be shadow banned, it had to go before you, Mr. Roth. So I'll ask again, did you shadow ban my account? Yes or no? Again, not to the best of my recollection. So the answer is, Mr. Roth, yes, you did. I found out last... Boom! Boom! Yes, you did. Yes, you did. She already got the goods on you, Yol. She already knows the answer. And you just shot your foot in the... You just shot yourself in the foot twice. Veruca says this is just one day of hearings. Just watching them destroy these criminals is satisfying at this time. The storm is upon us. Great show as always, Zach. Thank you so much. And yes... Uh, also, over here on the foxhole, uh, the joyful Lily said, I'm sorry, but it's unreasonable to think you have any notion of privacy when using big tech of any kind. I think it actually is reasonable to assume that you could have that privacy uh, and that you can assume that that you should be able to assume that the government is not going to break the law to spy on you. Uh, now, there is instances where they should legally be able to go in and look at your communications, but they're not supposed to just get a backdoor to it. 
I speak online as if somebody is always watching. Uh, I, so to the, the comment, I, I think it's reasonable, but I think it's unlikely to assume that you're not already being spied upon. My point is that it is a violation of our constitutional rights, you know, unreasonable search and seizure. Uh, they cannot, they should not be able to come in. Now, as I've said many times in the past, laws have never stopped these people from doing what they want. Laws are just an inconvenient hurdle that stops them from doing it as quickly as they want. And oftentimes they are completely ignored. I think that by us voicing our righteous indignation about the fact that they are trampling on our constitutional rights, it shines a spotlight on the corruption that they're engaging in. And by doing so, perhaps we can have an effect to make it so that people like Lauren Boebert and the Republican majority finally take action on the overreach of the federal government. The federal government is way too big. They have way too much power. And it is that giant bureaucratic mess that allows itself to continue on in the form. They just keep pumping more money into it, keep hiring more people, keep making new departments, keep making new rules and regulations, and it becomes a self-perpetuating machine. Now Joe Biden's talking about raising taxes yet again. Why would he be doing that? Well, he just wants to spend more money and get more people who are able to come in and trample all over your rights. So Lauren Boebert has you, Yoel Roth. I hope he gets uh, a perjury charge from Twitter staff that you suppressed my account for this tweet. It's a freaking joke about Hillary Clinton being angry that she couldn't rig her election. It's a joke. But in response, being the sinister overlords that you all are, you placed a 90-day account filter so I could not be found. And now we see here that Twitter staff said the visibility filter on my account excluded me from top searches, prevented notifications for non-followers, and much more. This is considered an aggressive visibility filter. You silenced members of Congress from communicating Boom. with their constituents. You, you silenced me from communicating with the American people over a freaking joke. Now, who the hell do you think that you are? Yeah. Election interference? Yeah, I would say that that was taking place because of you four sitting here. The Hunter Biden laptop story was suppressed. A sitting member of Congress was suppressed. A a sitting president was banned from Twitter. You know, I bet that Putin is sitting in the Kremlin wishing he had as much election intervention interference as you four here today. We've heard about. Oh, look at that. What we are looking at is the actual exposure of American fascism taking place right now. The the perfect melding of private business and government entities coming together to suppress your speech and to make sure that you can't communicate with the people that you need to communicate with, including your elected officials, putting their thumb on the scale. Election interference is absolutely what they have going on right there. And this is like the America that I never believed could possibly exist. I never, when I was a kid, thought that we would get to this point. America was special. America was sacred. We had freedom here. We didn't have to worry about acting like communist Russia, but that's exactly what's happening. The United Socialist States of America absolutely love Lauren Boebert. She is on fire here threats to democracy. Well, what about shutting down a duly elected member of Congress? This is fundamental to our nation's governance, and you all attacked that very 
Foundation. 230 protections, well, those are for publishers, not for editors. And it's clear you are not acting as publishers, you are acting as editors. And Mr. Chairman, I think it's far past time that we remove 230 protections for, for big tech platforms who are abusing Get it. this protection. And let me just say, I'm not angry for myself. I'm not angry because I was silenced. I can reach out to Elon and to his staff and I can see what's happened. And I can sit here today and hold you all in account. I am angry for the millions of Americans who were silenced because of your decisions, because of your actions, because of your collusion with the federal government. They can't reach out to Elon. They can't sit here today and hold you into account. We don't know where the FBI ends and Twitter begins. Boom! But I do want to thank Elon Musk for firing you four and saving free speech and even Twitter. Mr. Chairman, I yield. Boom! Lauren Boebert! Good God! She's on fire! Freight awakening. Sad to see the people with the biggest balls in Congress are female. LOL. I'm hoping it's going to rub off. Personally, I'm hoping it's going to rub off on some of these guys. I think we have a very different makeup to Congress right now in this session. You know, and somebody over on uh, on Rumble said um, America has been like this for decades. I am under no illusions that we suddenly woke up one morning to be living in a fascist dictatorship. No. This has been percolating. America has been gradually shifting into a very dark sense of its former self over decades. You're absolutely right. Now, the first time that I personally really noticed it was with the passage of the USA Patriot Act after 9-11. And obviously, the act of 9-11 itself, you know, until 9-11 happened, I didn't know about the Gulf of Tonkin. I didn't know about the concept of false flags attacks, the idea that our own government would perpetrate these things to manipulate the people into getting the popular opinion they need to do something. But absolutely on fire. Lauren Boebert is one of my favorites in Congress right now. Absolutely cannot say enough good things about her. You know, I God, I wish I wish we had a direct line to Elon. But as far as I'm concerned, when we've got people in Congress like Lauren Boebert who have that direct connection to Elon and are actually working behind the scenes, that's great. Now, there are still people who will criticize Elon Musk and say that things haven't been fixed. Things have not gone back to the way that they were before we started getting shut down on Twitter. And that's because a lot of that code exists from the time when there was that censorship regime there, where the FBI and the Twitter were essentially one fascist organization. That is changing, but it takes time. It's like unraveling this giant mess that we have here in our nation. It will take time to fix it. I believe we can, though, but it takes the collective will and action of the American people, us, the patriots. We've got to be the ones who are working to make sure that this happens. I will tell you this. Uh, I was I was shadow banned on Twitter when I came back. Uh, I, there are shadow banning sites you can check and it will tell you like you're, you know, you're shadow banned, you're deboosted, uh, you have the visibility filter, uh, search ban. You could not find me on Twitter by searching at redpill78 unless you were already following me. You could search at redpill78 and some other dude would come up. I don't know if he likes the show. It was like redpill780 and the face, uh, and it was one of the Guy Fox masks. Um, you can find his account, but you couldn't find my account. 
So I saw people talking about this really neat trick on Twitter a couple of days ago. You make your account private for a period of time. I did it for five minutes and then I made it unprivate. And then I went and checked to see if I had any search bans or if I had any shadow bans in place. They are all gone. All of my bans appear to be lifted because I made my account private and then went back to public. So if you're one of those people who are out there and you believe that you've been shadow banned or you can go and tell, please do this experiment for me. Go to the shadow banning site, test your URL, test your name, and then get your results and then go into Twitter, make yourself private and then make it public again. I want to know if you have the same uh, success as I did. Uh, because uh, it appears that I am no longer shadow banned. Now, uh, do people even know that I'm back on Twitter? Well, if I could get your help letting people know that, yes, I'm back on Twitter. Yes, I'm still on Truth Social. Yes, I'm still on Gab. Yes, I'm still on Getter. We are live. Well, actually, no, gosh, does it look like, looks like maybe we are not live here. Yes, we are. We're live on Getter. Okay. And, you know, there's generally about, uh, 1,500 to 2,000 people watching over there on Getter. The chat is not too lively. I think people are watching on their phones, and it doesn't have the same UI as a lot of these places are. Uh, oh, yeah, no, Surter 1959, you're right. Uh, I, I think it's actually been happening before the Kennedy assassination. He says, this has been going on since Kennedy was assassinated. I'm 64, and I remember the 60s and the 70s. In the 80s, they ramped it up. You know, I, I'm only 44. I'll be 45 this year. So I grew up in the 80s. You know, that if you haven't heard my story, the Kennedy assassination, that was my red pill when I was like eight, nine, ten years old. I can't tell you exactly how old I was. But but that really showed me just how far gone our country was, you know, how bad things were. And uh, you guys, uh, real quick, I, I've got to take a break for the second half of the show. We're going to be right back after this word from the sponsor of this program. If it feels like you're tossing and turning every night, not getting enough sleep, well, the truth is that you're not alone. Because a recent study reveals an estimated 164 million Americans struggle to get a good night's sleep at least once a week. Poor sleep might be one of the most ignored and urgent issues of our time, and that's why thousands of Americans are turning to this amazing new sleeping pill. It was formulated with seven key ingredients to support deep, refreshing, and restorative sleep, as well as giving you a calm and peaceful state of mind during the day. With its seven premium research-backed ingredients, every serving is designed to help put your mind and your body at ease while helping to support the deep sleep your body craves. And you can get a bottle right now for 51% off and reclaim your good night's sleep. If you order today, you're also going to get several free bonuses before their half-off sale ends by going to sleepwithredpill.com. Once again, that's sleepwithredpill.com or just simply click the more button at the bottom of this video in the description box below and then click the link in the description. And when you support my sponsors, you support this channel. Tom Q. Cat. No, I'm sorry. Big Gouda says 160 million people only sleep one night a week. Is that is that because they have insomnia? Is that because they're like addicted to crystal meth? I, I can't I can't imagine sleeping one night a week. That would make me insane. And maybe that's why we have problems with mental health in this country. If only a hundred and if 160 million people like that's, you know, that's that's around half the nation only sleeping one night a week. That is crazy. That's absolutely crazy. OK, but uh, just getting back to uh, the point that I was making, um, 
I guess I forgot where I was. I'm on Twitter. I'm on all of these platforms. Anyways, you can find me anywhere, basically, at RedPill78. If you haven't checked out my website, check out RedPill78News.com. You can see all the different ways to support me. If you go to that page, I believe it's the donate page, uh, you will always be able to watch all my shows for free. This is a public service that I do, and the people who support me directly are really keeping the fire lit. Uh, And then, of course, my sponsors. Please consider supporting the sponsors so that you get something out of it more than just a free show, because you're always going to get the free show. All right, so Mr. Goldman, Mr. Goldman, sitting right next to Mr. Moskowitz, uh, he is on this committee as well. And he was an attorney on the first Trump impeachment sham. Uh, and he was out there peddling lies about the relationship of Donald Trump with Russians. And here's the thing. You know, they make no distinction between people of Russian descent and people who are like agents of the KGB. If Donald Trump had lunch with someone who was Russian or Donald Trump did any sort of nice thing to a Russian person, well, then that's collusion with the Russians. Freight Awakening says way off topic, but what's the story with Greg Phillips? I've seen some odd comments, memes from people from the pit. If you don't know or you don't want to speak to it, I understand. I I don't know. To be quite honest with you, like any of the personality stuff I stay out of, um, you know, I'm all I'm all about face forward, saving America. This is what I spend my time on. So if there is something that people are upset with Greg about, I'm not aware of it. But, you know, my experiences with Greg have been positive and uh, there are definitely people out there who I have had direct negative experience with, but I certainly will not comment on them uh, again. I just I just won't interact with them anymore. But Representative Dan Goldman, you know, he led the charge on that first impeachment sham. Uh, And he was also spreading lies about the relationship between Joe Biden and the Ukrainians. Uh, He tried saying that it was a lie. First, you know, again, another false equivalency, saying that it was a lie, a straw man argument that Joe Biden fired the Ukrainian prosecutor. Well, of course, Joe Biden didn't directly fire the Ukrainian prosecutor, but Joe Biden was responsible for the firing of that Ukrainian prosecutor, which is Victor Shokin. Victor Shokin was in the midst of opening an investigation into Burisma and as a part of that, Hunter Biden, the son of Joe Biden. So whether or not that we have direct evidence that Joe Biden pressured the Ukrainian government to fire Victor Shokin because of that impending investigation or not, the implication is certainly there. It doesn't take a freaking Einstein to look at the situation and say, well, gosh, isn't that convenient? Joe Biden threatens to withhold a billion dollars, and then the man who was potentially going to prosecute his son in the energy company that he worked for is no longer there, and he's no longer going to do the investigation. Of course, the lie from the Obama administration, from Joe Biden, and from the current slate of Democrat disinformation agents today in Congress is that Victor Shokin wasn't supporting the prosecution of corruption. Victor Shokin was not doing what his job was. Okay, well, you know, I I don't think that's true. I think Victor Shokin was aggressively going after corruption. And certainly he was looking into Burisma so that he could file a charge against them and look into the crimes of Hunter Biden. But of course, that was too much for Joe Biden. Goldman said that there's no evidence that Hunter introduced Joe Biden 
to the people he was working for at the Ukrainian energy firm uh, and that there was no evidence that he had anything to do with the firing of Victor Shokin. Both of those things are demonstrably false. We have evidence from the Hunter Biden laptop that Joe had met with Hunter Biden's business associates, that he was in detailed talks with Hunter Biden's business associates. And apparently there is a whistleblower, a whistleblower that he spoke with that gave information for that sham impeachment. But he wouldn't identify the whistleblower at that time. He wouldn't say whether or not if he knows the identity of the whistleblower or if other staff on the Intel Committee had communicated with the whistleblower. I believe that that was, in fact, uh, Eric Charamello. Uh, But Daniel Goldman, once again, muddying the waters, trying to make it appear as if Joe Biden is blameless in the Ukrainian situation. Big Gouda says, I cannot tell a lie. I just made up that stat about 160 million RP. I also have some beachfront property in Ukraine if you're interested. Uh, yeah, sure. I mean, if it's a good price, I know, I know it doesn't exist, but, uh, isn't, doesn't, uh, doesn't Ukraine have some Well, no, I guess that would be Crimea, wouldn't it? Crimea probably has some nice beaches on the Black Sea. All right, but all of this is important because we have video footage of Joe Biden bragging at the Council on Foreign Relations about the fact that he got Victor Shokin fired. Well, son of a bitch, he got fired. And we also have new evidence coming from the Hunter Biden laptop uh, about Burisma and Joe. Burisma had specifically asked Hunter Biden to end the Ukraine investigation on the company. And it was only after that that Joe Biden put the pressure on the Ukrainian authorities to get Viktor Shokin fired. So what is that smoking gun evidence? Remember, Joe Biden on television, on camera, the man is just so egotistical, just a completely overflowing with hubris. He described in excruciating detail how he had threatened the Ukrainian president. He said that the Obama administration wasn't going to pull that $1 billion in loan guarantees for them, unless, of course, they fired the prosecutor who was looking into Burisma Holdings, which, again, is the energy company that his son was working for. Maybe he wasn't working for them. Maybe he was just collecting a paycheck so that they could gain access to the current vice president of the United States. So Joe's son, Hunter, on the board of Burisma, making tens of thousands of dollars a month, didn't know a damn thing, did not know a damn thing about the energy industry. But again, he's the son of the vice president. And he loves crack cocaine. And that, my friends, is a person you can control. If you can control the son of the vice president of the United States, you can basically get whatever you want, up to and including the firing of a prosecutor that's going to look into you. I said, this is Joe speaking. I said, you're not getting the billion dollars. I said, you're not getting the billion. I'm going to be leaving here. I think it was about six hours. I looked at them and said, we're leaving in six hours. If the prosecutor's not fired, you're not getting the money. Well, son of a bitch, he got fired. Um, I remember going over convincing our team, our others, to convincing us that we should be providing for loan guarantees. And I went over, I guess, the... 12th, 13th time to Kiev, and uh, and I was going, supposed to announce that there was another billion-dollar loan guarantee. 
and I had gotten a commitment from Poroshenko and from uh, Yatsenyuk that they would take action against the state prosecutor, and they didn't. So they said they had. They were walking out to press conference. Said, "No, I said I'm not going to. We're not going to give you the billion dollars." They said, "You have no authority. You're not the president." The president said, "I said call him." <laughs> I said, "I'm telling you, you're not getting the billion dollars." I said, you're not getting the billion. I'm going to be leaving here. And I think it was, what, six hours? I looked, I said, I'm leaving in six hours. If the prosecutor's not fired, you're not getting the money. Oh, son of a bitch. <laughs> Got fired. And they put in place someone who was solid. Someone who was solid. In coded speak, that means somebody who's going to play the game the way that we want them to play it. Uh, Brian Losh uh, does not like the program. Well, hey, Brian. Even though you don't like the show, I'm still getting your view. So thanks a lot for stopping by. I wish you much health and happiness. In Millions of people every day are reaping the health benefits of using cannabis oil, also known as CBD. This new product derived from hemp has fascinated doctors and scientists around the world for its powerful effects on the human body. If you are in need of alternative methods for health empowerment, please visit www.naturalhempoil.com. That's www.naturalhempoil.com. CBD is now legal in over 40 states, and our products are non-psychoactive and contain less than 0.3% THC levels. We also offer products for household pets, natural NaturalHempOil.com does not claim to treat cancer, PTSD, epilepsy, anxiety, insomnia, joint pain, eczema, or any chronic condition that you may have been diagnosed with. Please consult with a doctor before you take CBD. Results may vary, so give our natural CBD a try at www.NaturalHempOil.com. That's www.NaturalHempOil.com. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. That's why tens of thousands are using this amazing little device from SavePowerBills.com. It's a small but smart gadget that stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your electronics. Just plug it into your home's wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Order now to get 65% off plus many free bonuses before they sell out by going to SavePowerBills.com. That's SavePowerBills.com. Order now. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. That's why tens of thousands are using this amazing little device from SavePowerBills.com. It's a small but smart gadget that stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your electronics. Just plug it into your home's wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Order now to get 65% off plus many free bonuses before they sell out by going to SavePowerBills.com. That's SavePowerBills.com. Order now. Violent crime across the U.S. has skyrocketed. Between mass shootings, homicides, kidnappings, burglaries, and carjacking, it's never been more vital to learn how to protect yourself. This is why tens of thousands are choosing the Fighter Flare Flashlight. The Fighter Flare Flashlight includes an ultra-bright 800-lumen light, powerful strobe lighting modes for self-defense, a glass-breaking hammer, a built-in power bank, solar-powered recharging, rope and wire cutter, siren, high and low LED lighting mode, and much more. Simply place your order now to get 66% off along with many other free bonuses before they sell out by going to www.fighterflare.com. Order now at www.fighterflare.com fighterflare.com
human catastrophe is closing in. Nobody knows how far this one is going to go. You can feel the heat as tension is rising globally. War is expensive. Open a Noble Gold Investments IRA today, and you can claim a free 3-ounce silver American virtue coin. Just use the promo code GOLD. Go to NobleGoldInvestments.com now. Past performance may not be indicative of future results. Investing in precious metals, including gold, involves risks. Consult with your tax attorney or financial professional before making an investment decision. Your future fascist republic. So, this is the evidence that Burisma had specifically asked Hunter Biden to talk to his dad. In the email thread below on page three, Burisma requests that Hunter stop an investigation in the Ukraine on Burisma. This was sent in 2014. They said, we urgently need your advice on how you could use your influence to convey a message, signal, etc., to stop what we consider to be politically motivated actions, bearing in mind the following. And then, of course, they list some reasons why an investigation of Burisma shouldn't happen because they are a large part of the Ukrainian economy. And then a short time later, in early 2016, Joe Biden had Viktor Shokin fired. Now, just because there is essentially a two-year gap in this happening doesn't mean that they're not connected. Perhaps Joe Biden was waiting for the opportune moment to see if Victor Shokin was really going to open up that investigation into Burisma. But at the end, uh, we're getting to the point where Joe Biden's not going to be vice president for very much longer. And of course, the country had been destabilized and they needed this billion dollar loan guarantee because the country was essentially insolvent. So. You know, time, uh, this is uh, the opportunity for Joe Biden to do it. Uh, Time and motive equals opportunity. So Joe Biden went ahead and did it, and we have the evidence to show it. Now, (laughs) Brian, if you're somebody who doesn't think that Joe Biden and Hunter Biden were doing anything untowards in Ukraine, I sincerely hope that you consider this evidence uh, when you leave this program. Uh, So, This was a fascinating turn of events from Yoel Roth earlier today, made the uh, outstandingly outstandingly outlandish claim that censorship actually creates more free speech. He said Twitter users, Twitter found that users were unhappy with the company's approach to content moderation and that this dissatisfaction drove people away from the service. This has consequences for what we mean by free speech on social media. Again and again, we saw the speech of a small number of abusive users drive away countless others. Unrestricted free speech, paradoxically, results in less speech, not more. It was our job in trust and safety to try to strike an appropriate balance. So what was that balance? Allowing the purple-haired TikTok weirdos to take over Twitter, pushing out everybody who had anything rational or reasonable to say. They essentially went from what they claim was the instance where people on the right are driving the conversation to excising people on the right altogether and only allowing people on the left to have their conversations. And I suppose since we know what Yol's into, as long as those conversations were about pedophilia and the abuse of children, well, hey, man, that's okay. That's okay. All right. I was also seriously impressed with Nancy Mace. Turns out Nancy Mace is a victim of the jab. 
She had a negative adverse reaction to the jab, and they have been devastating for her. I've never heard her talk about this before. So it was extremely important, very timely, very timely for Nancy to bring this up in the context of this hearing, because she is the perfect example of someone who maybe if they had gotten the full complement of information, then she could have made an informed decision. And maybe she wouldn't have gotten the jab. Maybe she wouldn't be in this situation she's in today. So she was obviously talking about the uh, uh, the suppression of information about COVID-19 and the jab. And of course, she touched on the Hunter Biden laptop as well. Uh, let's go ahead and listen to what Nancy had to say. I think it's a powerful testimony. Thank you, Mr. Chairman. The Twitter files were not just about Hunter Biden's laptop. Twitter files make it apparent Twitter worked overtime to suppress accurate COVID information. Dr. Jay Bhattacharya is a professor of medicine at Stanford who once tweeted an article he wrote about natural immunity. Thanks to Elon Musk's release of the Twitter files, we learned some of his tweets were tagged with the label of Trends Blacklist. Apparently, the views of a Stanford doctor are disinformation to you people. I, along with many Americans, have long-term effects from COVID. Not only was I a long hauler, but I have effects from the vaccine. It wasn't the first shot, but it was the second shot that I now developed asthma that has never gone away since I had the second shot. Um, I have tremors in my left hand, and I have the occasional heart pain that no doctor can explain, and I've had a battery of tests. And, of course, the people on the left... The proponents of the jab, someone like five shots going on six. I don't know if you're out there. You'd probably be bitching in the chat if you were. But people who are proponents of the jab will tell you that Nancy Mace's experience is anecdotal. Okay, one thing doesn't have anything to do with the other. Uh, But it wasn't until she got her second shot that she developed the tremors. She developed the heart pains. She developed all of her symptoms. And of course, we know that what Nancy is describing is indicative of people who have gotten the jab and who have had serious adverse reactions. Now, one of the most insidious aspects about these jabs is that the adverse reactions are unique to the individual. We don't see the same thing across all people. And people on the left will use that. They will use that as an argument against the reality of serious adverse reactions. I have even heard people on the left trying to rationalize their symptoms that they came from something else. Uh, There was a guy, you guys might remember, uh, and Lisa, you might remember this. Remember that guy that used to call in when I was on Twitch and he just hated Donald Trump? I don't even know why he would call in, but, you know, I I actually appreciated the fact that he would because he gave me somebody to kind of challenge. And then there was uh, the plumber, the socialist plumber, too. Anyways, this guy, I don't remember his name, but he called in and he said that he developed arthritis from COVID, okay, Uh, in the same breath that he said that he got the jab and there was no side effects, okay? Uh, To me, it seemed a lot more likely that he developed arthritis as a result of getting the jab because other people have developed joint pain and arthritis as a result of getting the jab. I don't know anybody who got arthritis from getting COVID. You know how I can test that? Because the COVID is just a a, a subdivision of the common cold. The COVID-19 tests were garbage 
And the actual sickness itself, although developed in a lab, is just a recombination of the common cold and a whole bunch of other things. So COVID has existed for decades, probably since time immemorial, the beginning of the human race, however long ago that was. And people don't develop arthritis from the jab. But I'll tell you what they do develop, joints, joint pains and symptoms from, and that's from the, excuse me, from the COVID, but they develop it from the jab. And that's because of that spike protein that gets recreated in your body, that you're shedding all over the place, that you're getting people like me sick with. That's because of the uh, the the changes that it does to your DNA. The COVID-19 jab from Pfizer, anyways, has been found in the lab, in vitro and in vivo, to alter your DNA. And I actually have a, a pretty solid report. Uh, this is a medical article that tells even crazier stuff that it does to you. Anyways, Nancy Mace admitting on the floor of Congress and taking Yoel Roth to task because she and others were shut down because they were sharing government data that was just inconvenient to the narrative about what was happening with COVID-19 and the jabs as well. All right. So... Anyways, uh, continuing on, uh, President Trump did a play-by-play of the State of the Union last night. And actually, before I get into the, the State of the Union stuff, <clears throat> let me pull up that article so that you can see. This is a new side effect of the jab that has been determined after lab studies. So, uh, well, actually, it's not even the jab. This is the spike protein. All right. So this is people getting COVID. Now, uh, as I said, this particular version of COVID was created in a lab. So the processes that happen in your body and the effects of the long use of it inside your body, this is totally unknown. And we're only just figuring it out as we go. Now, I said before, you know, I ha- I got sick back in August of 2021. I went to an event and a whole bunch of people got sick. I wasn't around anybody that was sick. Uh, and I didn't come into contact with anybody. I also went through airports. So there's a distinct possibility that I could have gotten sick at anywhere along the way. Uh, and of course, you know, you're on an airplane, the FAA or, or whoever it was that was uh, in charge of the airports, they said that we had to wear masks and stuff. So obviously the masks don't do shit. And we all know that they don't do shit. <clears throat> but I got super sick. I got sicker than I've ever been. And I was out, out for 10 days or so, Okay. I couldn't eat. I couldn't get out of bed. I essentially just laid on the couch, completely immobilized, no energy. And finally, when I started coming back, I never was really the way I was before again. It's like it sapped me of my energy and my drive. It was harder to get up in the morning. I couldn't taste. I couldn't smell. And now, you know, things have gotten better, Uh, although I continue to keep getting sick and I'm not even jabbed or anything like that. But they have found that the, the spike protein from SARS-CoV-2 gets delivered to all of your organs via the endothelium and induces system nonsense mRNA translations. What does that mean? It contributes and causes hyper-accelerated aging in people. It makes you age faster. It is literally breaking down your organs and breaking down your body. And I'm not all that surprised to hear about this. Take a look at this. We have two subjects. We have a six-month-old rat and we have a 24-month-old rat. And, uh, and, And since the appearance of this, 
they have been puzzled by the increase in sudden deaths and the increase in excess mortality. I would say that that's from the jab itself. Um, but they're not able to make the connection to the jab uh, and these sudden deaths that are happening. If they were actually watching and, and, and keeping track of you know who was vaccinated, then they could do it. But they don't want to do that. They don't want there to be this public connection. But people have made that connection. So how does this work? Well, COVID-19 apparently uh, has been generally regarded as an endothelial disease, uh, meaning the spike protein goes into the lining of your cells all over your body and it dives pretty far inside. So there is a reaction to that spike protein in all of your major organs. Uh, It's like a shock to your system. And this is why you're developing inflammation. Quite often, you know, people would have the inflammation of the lungs. But once it's invaded all of the endothelial lines of all your major organs, it produces this mistranslation of mRNA in each of your organs. And that, in turn, causes you to age at a faster rate. And there is all kinds of research and uh, specific examples to back this up. But if there's anybody out there, one of the things that I remember them talking about was people who were losing their hair because they had gotten really sick with COVID. Do you guys remember that? I mean, there are people who definitely did. Uh, yes, there are all kinds of things that you can do, guys. And, uh, you know, I take ivermectin. Uh, I've got hydroxychloroquine. Uh, I take uh, Z-Stack. And you guys may know that uh, Z-Stack is a sponsor of the program. So if you order Z-Stack through Dr. Z's website and you use my code, you can get a discount and it will benefit the show. This is something that I take every single day, and and uh, but then I forget and then uh, I don't take it. And that's usually when I get sick. But as long as I'm taking it, uh, I, I'm not sick. It's, uh, it's a good product. So here is the... Link to go get your Z-Snack. You can use code RP78, and when you do that, you will get a discount, and it will tell Z-Snack and the company that Dr. Z founded that uh, you learned about it from me. I also want to drop the link to this scientific article because perhaps you guys will have the scientific mind to understand and explain it better. I will tell you this. I, I already have reported previously on the fact that the vaccine will go into the lining of your cells and it will actually change your DNA to start producing the spike protein uh, rather than producing the cells that it was supposed to produce. So it changes your DNA. And for me, the question becomes, you know, what are you at that point? If your body is no longer yours, if your body is now creating this artificial mRNA and DNA, are you a human? Are you still a human? And we know that they want to be able to own every piece of you. And if you're not a human, then they can patent stuff. So it's, it's, a, it's a lot of ethical implications there. But here is that article. And please tell me if you guys uh, can get more out of this than I can offer you. Um, oh, hey, you know what? Let me. I, there are some some old friends over there on the foxhole. I want to say thanks to uh, Just Duckies says the hilarious thing to notice about today is that projection is literally all they have. Hundred percent, they are 
floundering. They are twisting in the wind. Neo, Neo, it's so good to see you. Lisa and I were just talking about you last night. Uh, love that you're now doing your news videos live here on Foxhole. Much love, friend. Thank you so much. Much love to you as well. Yeah, that was the thing. You know, I mean, people on Foxhole weren't necessarily going to Rumble to watch the pre-recorded shows. And I was just like, it's so much easier to do them live. Uh, Sean Joe, thank you for the cookie. Just Duckies says, I'm considering putting Roth's info. Considering Roth's info was put into the record, can it put... Can he be put under investigation separately by police and the government? Yes, he could be. Um, But will that happen? I don't know. I don't know where Yol Roth lives. And certainly uh, he was uh, hand in glove with the FBI. So I would think child pornography would be under the uh, auspices of the FBI. So probably unlikely he's going to get charged on that. Maybe a local police agency could take some action. Uh, Oilman94 says, I love your shows. Keep up the great work. Uh, a PB&J sandwich dropped a cookie. So did Sean Joe. PQuest dropped a can. Porpoiseful dropped a cookie. And then Just Ducky says, this virus was made by demons. Pre- please pray for those who have been affected by the vax. 100%. You know, I, I've said this before. We got to be kind. We got to be graceful with the people who have been vaxxed and who are only now just recognizing uh, what's going on. And we also got to be kind to the people who are brainwashed, uh, the hate watchers who show up and uh, only want to tell us that we're stupid for looking into these subjects. You know, when the truth is, they're the ones who are stupid, but they're stupid because they don't know any better. They're stupid because they're brainwashed, because they've been completely subjected to a propaganda machine <clears throat> their entire lives. And w- what an interesting thing, uh, because I have this article about uh, an Obama-era administration person talking about propagandizing to the American public, and I thought it was very relevant. Uh, oh, where the heck is it? Hold on. That's about the... Here we go. Yeah. So we all know about the Smith-Munn Act, the repeal of the Smith-Munn Act. Uh, Floor, Floor Riccio, good to see you. I knew that it made you age. All the people that I know that took this garbage don't look too good. Great show. Thank you so much, Floor. So good to see you out there. So look at this. This guy, former Obama administration official, he was known as Obama's chief propagandist. Chief propagandist. His name is Richard Stengel. He served under Obama's Secretary of State for Public Diplomacy and Public Affairs from 2014 to 2016. And he made these comments once again at a panel that was being hosted by the Council on Foreign Relations. Isn't it interesting? They can uh, they seem to speak honestly when they're speaking in front of their friends. He probably thought this video was never going to make its way out. Uh, truth, truth, truth is out there says, yes, Zach, that is the hard part with those types. It is the hard part. It is a lot harder to show kindness and grace to people that are spitting in your face. Okay. But I truly believe that that is the type of person that God wants us to be. It's not easy to be kind to people who hate you. In fact, it's very difficult. Uh, oftentimes it is very, it is hardest to do the things that you ought than it is to do the things that you shan't, <laughs> that you should not. Okay. So Richard Stengel was videotaped calling himself the chief prop- chief propagandist. And this is coming from our friend Kanakoa. You can subscribe to Kanakoa.substack.com. Kanakoa is great. Let's go ahead and take a listen to what Richard had to say. Master narratives. It's called history. (laughs) Basically, every country creates their own narrative story. And 
And, you know, my old job at the State Department was what people used to joke as the chief propagandist job. We haven't talked about propaganda. Propaganda, I'm not against propaganda. Every country does it, and they have to do it to their own population. And I don't necessarily think it's that awful. And this idea of a, of a, of a uh, cart- news cartel, I mean, I, I, I was editor of Time in 2012 uh, during that election. And I remember, you know, you're competing against cartels and everybody. I remember being on a panel with the then editor of the New York Times who said, it's really hard to break through these days. This is the editor of the New York Times saying it's hard to break through. I almost, I wanted to jump off the platform. Like, what's it like for the rest of everybody? So, I mean, there, there's no, I mean, there are cartels, but cartels don't have hegemony like they used to. The general- Isn't it interesting <clears throat> what they say when they think we're not listening? Uh, Surter, 1959, says, I'm a Christian, but I'm also a Marine, and God only gave me two cheeks, Zach. Semper Fidelis. Yes, uh, there are certainly places for warriors out there. Um, but, you know, it's uh, it's just the way I live my life, and uh, and, and you don't have to do it, and I, I don't expect you to uh, to take everything that I say and be able to practice it in your own life. But you can always find opportunities to show some grace in your daily life. Maybe sometimes you do, maybe sometimes you don't, but you might feel good about yourself on the times that you do. Right there, last question. I don't think you want to address an issue hmm. in terms of understanding what happened in the world. Because what is happening in America is what I'm, the United States flipped on the global south and in the third world, which we live with for many, many years in terms of a master narrative that was... Pr- was and still is propaganda. You know what? I hate last questions. <laughs> Don't you? I never, I usually just want to end something before the last question. Um, but at any rate, I want to thank this fantastic panel. Here you oh, go. He's not even going to answer it. So, yeah, <clears throat> you know, the problem with propaganda, the problem with an official narrative, is that it's not true. It is a manipulation of the truth. It is taking aspects of the truth and massaging it, taking a a, a circle and pushing it into a square box and delivering that to the American people. It's like serving up a shit sandwich and telling you that it's, uh, it's a Reuben, okay? I know what I'm eating is not a Reuben. I know what you're telling me is a lie. I know I am being propagandized to. Brad and I have done a a very in-depth show on the origins of propaganda, Edward Bernays. I highly suggest you guys see that. That you can find on uh, Badlands Media. That's on our show, Altered State. Tonight, I will be live at at 9 p.m. for Altered State on Badlands Media, but it's going to be with me and Jordan Sather tonight because Brad just got married, so he's still out of town. But I thought that this was uh, incredible to see that Richard was willing to admit this in front of the American public. Now, of course, uh, remember the the shadowy organization that Elon Musk mentioned the other day, the GEC. That was the, uh, the what was that? The Global... Mm, shucks, what was that? What was the name of it? I don't remember what the uh, the Global Engagement Center, the Global Engagement Center. Uh, they were out there flagging Twitter posts as foreign disinformation. 
whether or not it was true. Andre, 2121, says, my biggest regret as an active duty Marine was not refusing the jab. That being said, I believe God is protecting me every day. Hashtag F boosters. Andre, I'm so glad that you're not experiencing debilitating side effects. And uh, I'm, uh, you know, I know that God puts us into situations in our lives so that we can use that experience to help other people. And you, as an active duty Marine, coming forward and saying, I regret that I capitulated, that I took this, and uh, and, and I think that it's a bad idea. You can use your experience to help strengthen other people and to uh, help them stand up in times of, uh, of great adversity. You know, I understand the position you were in. You are being told either you take the jab or we're going to dishonorably discharge you. You're going to lose your uh, uh, your money for college if you want to go to college. You're going to lose your 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 paycheck. You're going to lose your benefits. I don't know if you have a family. You know, there's all kinds of things that come into this. You know, my heart goes out to anyone who was forced into a situation like that. And I applaud your bravery in uh, coming forward and saying that here in the chat. Everybody continue to pray for Andre uh, because we need good people like him in the military. Uh, So let's take a look. Uh, The State of the Union last night was characteristically a dumpster fire, of course, as it should be, because it's Joe Biden delivering it. Uh, There were all kinds of gaffes, oh God, including Joe Biden calling... Tyree Nichols, Tyler Nichols. It was so cringe. One of the most uncomfortable things I've seen. And, you know, Tyree Nichols' parents were sitting there in the audience and the look on their faces. Joe Biden couldn't be bothered to say this kid's name correctly. Tyler? To make the words of Tyler's mom true, something good must come from this. Something good. Tyler. Tyler. (laughs) <laughs> and all of us. Tyler, look at his parents' face. Oh, my God. They were probably like, my son's name was Tyree. It, it reminds me of um, like when you're in when you're in high school and uh, you've got a name that's some vaguely ethnic name and the teacher doesn't know how to say it. So they revert to like an Anglo spelling of a name. Yeah, it's uh it just it showed a tremendous amount of disrespect on behalf of uh, Joe Biden to the parents of Tyree Nichols that he couldn't be bothered to learn his name. So President Trump announced yesterday that he was going to be doing this play by play of the State of the Union. And uh, he had uh, he had some great stuff, great stuff to say. Uh, let's see. He began with. Uh, We are truly a nation in decline. And for that reason, I want Joe Biden to do well tonight. Is everybody getting ready for commentary on the State of the Union speech and a possible review? I never liked harsh critics because usually they're unable to do anything themselves. Perhaps this is a different situation, but let's hope it all goes well tonight. President Trump actually had a video rebuttal to the State of the Union, and I thought we could check that out as well. We just have to get past the ad right here. Hmm. Who said a state of confusion? Yeah, we are in a state of confusion. You can say that again. Absolutely. All right, you guys, do me a favor. 3,500 people here. 813 people have hit that like button. Please hit that Here's like button. Here's the real State of the Union. Over the past two years under Biden, millions and millions of illegal aliens from 160 different countries have stormed across our southern border. Drug cartels are now raking in billions of dollars. 
from smuggling poison to kill our people and to kill our children. Savage killers, rapists, and violent criminals are being released from jail to continue their crime wave. And under Biden, the murder rate has reached the highest in the history of our country. Biden and the radical Democrats have wasted trillions of dollars and caused the worst inflation in half a century. Real wages are down 21 months in a row. Gas prices have soared and are now going up much higher than even before. And the typical American family is paying $2,200 in increased energy and food costs each year. Joe Biden's weaponized Justice Department, and I'm a victim of it, is persecuting his political opponents. His administration is waging war on free speech. They're trying to indoctrinate and mutilate our children. He's leading us to the brink of World War III. And on top of all of that, he's the most corrupt president in American history, and it's not even close. But the good news is we are going to reverse every single crisis, calamity, and disaster that Joe Biden has created. I am running for president to end the destruction of our country and to complete the unfinished business of making America great again. We will make our country better than ever before, and we will always put America first. Thank you. President Trump is the true president of the United States of America. I don't care. I don't care what's on paper. I don't care who's sitting in Washington, D.C. or on some fake White House soundstage. President Trump truly is the leader of this nation. He's the only person in politics who's ever done what we needed him to do. That's not me as a uh, as a white male. That's not me as a Republican voter. That's me as an American citizen. And President Trump made decisions that benefited all Americans. He didn't do things just for the Democrats. He didn't do things just for the Republicans. He didn't do things just for men or just for women or just for blacks or just for whites. That's the Democrat playbook. They've got to divide you up into your own subgroup. Okay, you're not just an American. And now to be an American, that's a dirty word. That is a dirty word. And that's why you've got people who are out there forcing kids to sign to do the pledge of the uh, the pledge of allegiance to the pride flag. I get flustered even bringing this up because I'm a little angry about it. This is not the first time we've seen this, but we've got TikTok weirdos like this. They them uh, having their children in their classroom do the pledge of allegiance to the pride flag. That is one of the most offensive things that I could possibly ever conceptualize. Uh, This is an insidious indoctrination of the children of the United States of America. Meanwhile, the country is falling apart. Every metric that we have shows that we are sliding down an almost bottomless pit, an unfathomable black hole that the United States is finding itself in, all at the hands of Joe Biden and the agenda of the modern-day left and the neocon war hawks, the rhinos that align with them. Take a look at this. This is from Libs of TikTok. A teacher suggests that students should pledge allegiance to the progress pride flag. I wonder if it has the pedo stripes in it. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, 
One nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Sick. Sick. A perversion. A perversion of the Pledge of Allegiance. We have our work cut out for us, guys. You know, there's a reason why TikTok is so popular, because the Chinese Communist Party built it to infect your mind with brain worms. It gets into the heads of children. They continue to feed through that scrolling action, and they get subjected to brainwashing propaganda such as this. They start to believe that there is uh, something inherently wrong with the United States of America. There's something inherently wrong with being patriotic. There's something inherently wrong with being called an illegal alien. No, you're an illegal alien because you came here illegally. You don't deserve to be here. There are legal immigrants, and we love them. I've said so many times before, immigrants, naturalized American citizens, they are the most patriotic people that I've ever met because they came to America to live the American dream. They came here the right way, and oftentimes they escaped communism. They escaped authoritarianism. They escaped a dangerous regime that was persecuting them for their political ideals, for their religion, or for who they were as a person. And so they came to America to take part in that dream that they were promised. And now, on their backs... Coming in, streaming over that southern border are the illegals that have been invited here by the Biden regime, by the Democrats. Joe Biden, of course, last night called for mass amnesty for all of those illegals so that they can shore up their Democratic voting base. Because anyone with half a brain cell to rub together is taking a look at what this country is turning into, and they recognize that the policies and the the, uh, uh, the 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 actions of the Democrats are not going to do anything to help them. All right, certainly the natural immigrants, the the first generation Americans that came here to take part in the American dream, they recognize that the Democrats are destroying this nation. The only people who don't understand it are the brainwashed morons that are sucked into TikTok videos who find themselves pledging allegiance to the pride flag. Uh, I wonder how those people feel about the Chinese spy balloon. The Chinese are not happy about the downing of that spy balloon. Here is a picture of uh, what appears to be the Navy uh, picking up the pieces of that spy balloon. It looks like it would have been uh, fairly heavy. I mean, I know it's a balloon, okay, but it looks like it has a steel frame in there. Obviously, it had those solar panels on it, and who knows what kind of technology it had. You know, the, the administration <clears throat> is saying that where can we escape? Patty nine fingers? We can't. This is it. This is why we have to fight to the death to ensure the survival of America, because America is the last bastion of freedom, as perverted as it has become, as terrible a situation we find ourselves in. When America goes, that's it. We have nothing left. We have nowhere to escape to. We have no place that we can run. We're not going to be able to find asylum in some other nation. We're not going to be able to go to the UK or to Russia and say that we are being politically persecuted because of what we believe. This is it. We either stand here and make that stand or we die. Okay. We either die on our feet or on our knees. And I'm not kneeling for anybody except God. That's it. 
Anyways, so uh, the Navy went and picked up the wreckage of this balloon. Um, let's go ahead and take a look at the video from Benny Johnson. On several different official, up, oh. boom, oh. pop. I believe it just happened there. That was it, live, raw, and unfiltered. It appears that that China spy balloon, checking Twitter on several different. China spy balloon has been popped. That's right. Thank you, Benny Johnson, for that. Uh, so the U.S. Navy went and picked it up. The administration would have you believe that China would go to all of the hassle of building this spy balloon, launching it uh, over international waters, and then sending it over the Aleutian Islands, the Northwest Territories, and then into the continental United States, but that it never had the capacity to send back news and information, anything that it picked up. Well, I had a, uh, a viewer uh, who used to be stationed at an Air Force base, and I'm sorry, the name of it escapes me off the bat. Uh, but he, he was stationed at the base where the B-2 stealth bomber is located. And apparently this freaking balloon went right over the same Air Force base where the B-2 stealth bomber is. Uh, and if you think that the Chinese did not give this balloon the ability to send information to a satellite or to some other, I mean, the Chinese are all over the country. Uh, they got land next to uh, military bases all over the place. They, they, they made all of our cellular equipment. Okay. Uh, oh, 185,000. What's 185,000? Um, are you looking at my subscribers? I'm only at 181,000, but 181,000 is still cool. I'll take it. Uh, 916, 915 likes, 3,500 people here. So please do me a favor, hit that like button. Uh, it will really help. And, and it's a proof of concept for the Chinese Communist Party. Now they know what happens if they send another spy balloon. We're not going to take, we're not going to take it out. Okay. We're just going to let it go over everything. We're going to let it get as much information as we possibly can before we blow it up over the Atlantic. There's a lot of damage it can do in the time that it goes across the continental United States. It could have very easily had an EMP device that would have taken one of these bases out of commission, uh, could have taken out a large portion of the United States. And if we lose our electrical grid, then we're screwed. We're talking about going back to the Stone Age. Everything is electronic now. No more phones, no more computers, probably your money, you know, all, all of your appliances, your cars, you know, uh, good luck unless you've got like a, like a 68 Chevy or something like that, something that's all mechanical. Nothing will work and people will go mad. All right. This is why I say everybody needs to own a gun because even if you don't want a gun, even if you don't use a gun, you need to have one on hand because you never know when shit's going to hit the fan. Uh, oh, uh, Tiffarini says she's over on Getter. She says listening while driving. OK, maybe all, all the people on Getter are listening while driving. So so this tells the Chinese Communist Party how the United States reacts in a situation like this. They're going to lie. They're going to obfuscate. Uh, they're going to sit back and, and not do anything. They're basically capitulating to the Chinese, allowing it to happen. So the, the fact that the Chinese are uh, incredulous about the fact that we blew it up, it's freaking ridiculous. Okay, any other nation, if they had a balloon, a spy balloon from any country, I don't care if it's the Chinese or the Canadians or whoever, you know, it's reasonable to assume that they would go ahead and blow it out of the sky because we're not going to let you just 
spy on us. Well, okay, obviously the Biden regime will. They don't care. They're, they don't care about it's, uh, the Chinese spying on us because the Chinese probably have Joe Biden in their back pocket. They've been paying him. They've been paying Hunter. They've been buying him crack and hookers for a very long time. Millions of dollars. Diamonds. Beautiful diamonds. <laughs> beautiful diamonds. And uh, Hunter Biden and Joe are controlled. So uh, in the midst of the explosion of this balloon, the Navy is cleaning it up. Uh, the Chinese are saying that it's their property. They want it back. Oh, you know, boo-hoo. You're not going to get this balloon back uh, if we live in a world where uh, things are uh, not upside down. If if the government announces that they give the, the spy balloon back to the Chinese, oh, my God, absolutely ridiculous. Uh, we actually have uh, the military is now saying there were six spy balloons spotted during the Trump years. You know how I know that's bullshit. Besides the fact that everybody in the Trump administration denies the fact that there were spy balloons all over the Trump years, not a single American citizen saw one of these balloons during the time that Trump was in office, not a single damn one. And we had how many people seeing this thing from the ground? Like many, many people, dozens and dozens of people. We we, we live in the information age. Everybody has the Internet at their fingertips. At the, the first moment, somebody sees something like this in the sky. They're taking a picture. They're putting it on Reddit. They're putting it out there on Twitter. They're putting it on Truth Social. They want to tell people. People are trying to go viral, man. And this is not like a new phenomenon. Okay, you know, during the Trump years, if anybody would have seen one of these things, they would have said something. But apparently, it's okay now for the Chinese to send them because they did it during the Trump years and Trump didn't do anything about it. This is like the only thing that I've seen the Biden regime and the left try to justify their actions over by pointing to what are apparently the actions of Trump. But again, I don't believe it. I don't believe it for a second. I don't think this happened. I think that they are lying to try to save some face, uh, to make themselves appear as if, uh, you know, they're making the right decisions, but they're not. You know, the inmates are controlling the asylum at this point. Um, and uh, they make bad decisions. Let's take a case in point. The Nord Stream pipeline. Is there anybody here who doesn't believe? No, I definitely don't believe Millie. Well, here's the thing. Millie said it's false, but, you know, I, I tend to think that in this instance, I, I, I believe Millie because DNI Ratcliffe also said it was false. Everybody said it was false. The, the guy running NORAD said it's false. You know, if, if anybody would have known about a balloon, it would have been me. I was running NORAD. So, you know, did, I, I think that there are times where uh, the interests of people that I don't agree with can align with me. I will tell you who I don't believe, categorically don't believe is the Biden regime. I don't believe anybody in the Biden regime. Okay. Uh, I don't believe a single thing they say. Total garbage. All right. Remember the Nord Stream pipeline? Is there anyone here who doesn't already believe that the United States blew up Nord Stream 1 and 2? Give me a one in the chat. If you believe that the explosions of the Nord Stream pipelines were at the hands of the Americans, give me a one if you believe that we caused the explosions of Nord Stream 1 and 2. Give me a two. If you believe that it was somehow an act of Russia themselves, I would like to see this. I can't imagine that there's going to be many of you who believe that it was anything other than the United States government. Yeah, they definitely they want to start a war. 
Sector Vero. What did they find when they got the balloon? Well, they're not telling us specifically. All they're saying is they got the debris from the balloon. We don't know. I would imagine it probably had communications equipment in it. It had sophisticated spying and communications apparatuses. Yes, every single one of you guys agrees with me. Well, you know who? Oh, Lenvi sent $9. I think it went to, okay, well, thank you very much. Thank you very much. I don't get notifications on the local stuff, but you definitely support the show through locals. Um, uh, Lori Sue 2020 says, Zach, thank you for being as fired up as I am. You are so awesome. Thank you very, very much. I appreciate that. Appreciate you guys hanging out with us here tonight. All right. Uh, 994 likes. Please help me get to a thousand likes. I only need six more people to hit that like button. It would be great if 3,400 people hit that like button. But yes, yes, everybody agrees with me. Well, Seymour Hirsch also agrees with me. Do you guys remember Seymour Hirsch? Seymour Hirsch is the one who famously got on the line with Ed Butowski and said that his contact at the FBI told him that Seth Rich and, and Aaron Rich even had, uh, provided the WikiLeaks emails, or maybe, I don't know about Aaron Rich. I, I'll, take, I'll take that back. I definitely know that Seymour Hirsch said that Seth Rich was the source of the WikiLeaks emails from the DNC. He was trying to do the right thing. He was trying to blow the whistle. He gave it to them, and then somebody murdered him. Probably, likely, allegedly, somebody connected to John Podesta and the DNC. And, ironically enough, Yoel Roth actually invoked the memory of Seth Rich and John Podesta today when he talked about those releases from the DNC. Well, in the same way that Seymour Hirsch blew the whistle on Seth Rich's involvement with WikiLeaks and his murder, he also wrote this article 13 hours ago claiming that Joe Biden ran a secret operation uh, to take out the Nord Stream 1 and 2 pipelines. Now, the official word from the United States government has been that we had nothing to do with Nord Stream, Nord Stream 1 or 2 blowing up. But if that's true, then, you know, this is where I'm going to sell you that beachfront property in Ukraine. So who would have done it? Well, Seymour alleges that the U.S. Navy's Diving and Salvage Center, which is located down in Panama City, uh, which, of course, is a resort town here in Florida, about 70 miles south of Alabama. It's in the Panhandle. Uh, this nondescript structure is where these guys operate out of. What they do is they train highly skilled deep water divers. They've done it for decades. Uh, and then they assign them to military units around the world. And they are capable of technical diving to do things like place C4 explosives to clear harbors and beaches of degree and, excuse me, debris and unexploded ordnance. And they can do things like blowing up foreign oil rigs, fouling intake valves for undersea power plants, destroying locks on crucial shipping canals, and generally engaging in espionage-type activities. Well, last June, those Navy divers who have operated... Uh, in the Baltic Sea, 260 feet under the surface in the Baltic Sea. They apparently, under the cover of a widely publicized midsummer NATO exercise that was known as Baltops 22, they're the ones who planted those remotely triggered explosives that three months later destroyed three of the four Nord Stream pipelines. And that is according to a source with direct knowledge of the operational planning. 
Seymour Hirsch is not just pulling this out of his ass. Somebody who was involved in this operation fessed up and told him that they were the ones who did it. Can you look? This is just to give you guys an idea of how far in advance these people will plan things out. They are (laughs) insidious. Okay, almost as soon as the invasion of Ukraine, the government knew that they needed to take out these pipelines so that they could hamstring uh, the uh, the countries of Europe that were receiving this natural gas, hamstring the Russian people from being able to bring in money from that natural gas, and they would cause a, an infrastructure calamity. Not to mention, they they caused an environmental calamity. All of that natural gas that escaped for I don't even know how long was going straight up into the air, into the atmosphere. Probably did much more damage to the Earth's environmental system than anything else in recent years. So we had those two pipelines, Nord Stream 1 and Nord Stream 2. And apparently three months in advance of the explosion, they went down there and they set these bombs. Now, Joe Biden apparently made this decision uh, unilaterally. He decided to sabotage the pipelines, and he decided to do it more than nine months before it actually happened. So if this took place in June and the Russians invaded Ukraine in February, that means that Joe Biden decided to blow up the Nord Stream 1 and 2 pipelines well in advance of Russia even entering Ukraine. As you know, the deep state has been at odds with Russia for a very long time. They knew way before Russia's ever even set foot in Ukraine that they wanted to blow up these pipelines and force Europeans to purchase gas from us, not from Russia. Uh, Noreen DZB says, Zach, God bless. Thank you for all you do. Much love. to, And your mom must be so proud of how smart her son is. Thank you very, very much. I really appreciate that. My mom is very proud of me, and so is uh, my, my fiancé as well. Um, so th- this is a massive reveal here, okay? Not... It's so much in, you know, just the fact that it happened. I mean, we all knew it happened. We knew that it must have been the Americans and they must have done it, you know, in some covert fashion. Um, So why did they choose these guys? Well, because they were Navy only. They were not members of uh, Special Operations Command. The reason being those covert operations by special ops have to be reported to Congress and they have to brief them in advance to the Senate and House leadership. This is the Gang of Eight. So by using these Navy-only divers, it was possible for them to avoid any oversight or to avoid having to tell anybody ahead of time, which would make it highly likely that information would leak out. So this planning that was taking place in late 2021 going to happen in mid-2022. Nobody would find out about it. President Biden and his foreign policy team were all wrapped up in this. National Security Advisor Jake Sullivan, Secretary of State Tony Blinken, Victoria Nuland, who has a rich and storied history with the Baltic region, the Undersecretary of State at the uh, uh, Undersecretary of State for Policy. And of course, she had been vocally in favor of uh, something happening to these pipelines for a long time. Uh, she was also involved in the overthrow of the first democratically elected government in Ukraine back in 2014. Uh, this Nord Stream pipeline had been seen as a threat to United States power, global power, for a long time. And uh, this is something that was on their wish list for a very long time. Now, the only thing I'm wondering 
is who blew up the bridge, because I tend to think it was the United States as well. Thank you very much, honey. I appreciate that. All right, you guys, uh, we are wrapping up the show here. I'm getting to the end. And hi, Lucy. Hi, honey. (laughs) Come on, get up here. I hope everybody remembers Lucy. This is Lucy. Say hello, Lucy. Anyways, I've, I've got to get ready for my show at eight, or excuse me, at nine uh, on Badlands Media, Altered State. Hopefully you guys can join me there. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and, uh, and and read through the rest of these thank yous that I have over here on the Foxhole. Uh, also, I want to announce, you guys, Foxhole is going to be rolling out some new features. And you guys know that I've been a big supporter of the Foxhole for a long time on Saturday night. In the second hour of the show, we're going, we're only going to do the first hour on Rumble and then all the other platforms. And then for the second hour of the show where we do the calls and the continued interview with my guest, uh, who I'm not going to announce right now because I'm still waiting for confirmation from her. Uh, but we're going to move the show over to a Foxhole exclusive show. So if you want to join in on the conversation and come on over to Foxhole, if you haven't made a Foxhole account yet, I think this is an excellent time to do it. Uh, I support Foxhole because it's a free speech alternative to a lot of the other platforms out there that definitely will suppress your speech. And I'm also friends with the creators of it, and I believe in what they've done. They have put their heart, soul, uh, sweat equity, all of it into creating this really good platform. So make sure on Saturday night when uh, we switch over to the call portion of the show in the second half, make sure that you come on over and join us in the Foxhole chat. And I know the Foxhole fam is already going to be there, but I hope that I see a lot of new faces over there, people who are just generally uh, hanging out over on Rumble, maybe on Twitter, maybe on Getter. I hope to see you guys there. All right, so going over to the thank yous. Uh, Sean Joe and PQuest, I said thank you to you guys. Um, Porpoiseful, thank you. Uh, Just Duckies had said, yeah, this virus is made by demons. I said that one already. Uh, let's see, Dale Bercier, good to see you. He says, great show. PJW says, uh, oh yeah, Representative Anna Paulina Luna nailed it as well. I totally forgot to talk about her. She, Yeah, I, I think she did an excellent job. I know that there were some people who were concerned about her in her race, but again, she's there. She's in office. I think we got a supporter. And I think that so far she's doing a great job. So I, I will continue to back Anna Paulina Luna as long as she does good things for the American people. Uh, Just Duckies said, if the WEF had their way, the only thing you would have to take from you is your bugs. Yes. And even then, uh, they would probably, uh, uh, you wouldn't even own the bugs that you were eating. They would be welfare bugs and you'd have to uh, wait in line like a soup kitchen to go get them. Uh, Sean Joe, thank you for that cookie. Filter Dog One, dr- thank you for the can. Janice Seventeen, thanks for that cookie. And then uh, Just Ducky says, "Do not be discouraged when information gets revealed. Just because we've known doesn't make it irrelevant." Uh, yeah, absolutely. Very, 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 very in agreement with you. All right, you guys, I'm gonna pass out the gold pills over here on Pill.net, aka the Foxhole. And then uh, hopefully at 9 p.m. Eastern, I will see you in the chat over on Badlands Media for tonight's episode of Altered State. Until that time, if I don't see you tonight, I'll be back tomorrow at 1 p.m. for my Thursday episode of Occam's Razor. And again, until that time, good luck, everyone. God bless. Thank you so much for being here with us tonight. Thank you for finally helping me break a 1,000 likes over on Rumble. Once again, if you're on Rumble, just leave a like. If you're over on Foxhole, drop a red pill. I really, really appreciate it. We'll see you guys tonight, or we'll see you tomorrow. Bye-bye.
Oh, you guys, I just saw over on Buy Me a Coffee, QF17 said, Zach, thanks for all your well-researched, your professionalism and fun podcasts that I can share with my family and friends. It's wild how I can tell them the same things you're reporting, but they think I'm the tinfoil hat one. God bless. Thank you so much for that. Appreciate you. When it comes to stubborn belly fat, we're all searching for a miracle pill. Generally, you have to use multiple products that target belly fat differently to manage excess weight around the stomach. Some products may focus on abdominal exercises or dietary changes, while others might focus on boosting metabolism or controlling cravings. But believe it or not, I may have found a solution that removes the need for juggling through multiple weight management products. It's called Belly Trim, and it's more effective at targeting belly fat, enhancing metabolism, and promoting a toned midsection better than most weight management products I've seen typically found on store shelves. Tens of thousands of five-star reviews back up the notion that Belly Trim is not only a breakthrough in a bottle, but that it also removes the need for us to use countless diet pills and fat-burning supplements. But there's more. If you place your order for Belly Trim now, you'll also receive 51% off free VIP live health and fitness coaching for life, two free new ebooks titled Top 10 Foods That Burn Belly Fat, and Top 10 Exercises to Reduce Belly Fat, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee, and last but not least, free shipping. Simply go to www.trimwithus.com. That's www.trimwithus.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's www.trimwithus.com. Order now. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. Talk to enough people, and you'll soon realize nearly everyone's shocked at their recent electricity bills. Some studies reveal energy costs have skyrocketed by as high as 60% in as little as two years. That's why tens of thousands are installing this magical little device from SavePowerBills.com to help slash their energy bills. This sophisticated gadget stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your appliances and electronics. Simply plug it into your home's wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this device is one of the most efficient ways to save money while beating the greedy power companies. But there's more. If you order now, you'll also receive 65% off, fast shipping within the USA, hassle-free returns, and last but not least, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee. Just go to SavePowerBills.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's SavePowerBills.com. Violent crime across the U.S. has skyrocketed. Just recently, a politician was carjacked by three armed attackers outside his home in Washington, D.C. This comes several months after another politician was assaulted in the elevator of her building. Between mass shootings, kidnappings, burglaries, and carjackings, it's never been more vital to learn how to protect yourself. This is why tens of thousands are choosing the Fighter Flare Flashlight. The Fighter Flare Flashlight has awed people with a wonderful design and massive light output. On top of an ultra-bright 800-lumen light, it boasts powerful strobe lighting modes for self-defense, a glass breaking hammer, a built-in power bank, solar-powered recharging, rope cutter, siren, and much more. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this flashlight is the latest and greatest in the EDC market. 
But there's more. If you place your order for the Fighter Flare Flashlight now, you'll also receive 66% off, free express shipping, and last but not least, a 100% lifetime guaranteed replacement. Simply go to www.fighterflare.com to take advantage of this limited time deal before they sell out. www.fighterflare.com. Order now.